Good afternoon, everybody. Episode 14. 14. Welcome 14. to Dudes in the Dugout. We are the dudes. You got hands here with, of course, your boys, Evdog. Evdog, what's up? up? And Maddie P. That's me. And Taco is in James' seat today because James could not make it. Rip. <laughs> Big rip. But everybody, uh, thank you for joining in. It's been quite a month. We're here in August. Damn. Can't believe it. <coughs> Excuse you. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's four months. Four months of baseball that felt like two flashed. weeks. Two weeks. Like, it really did. I mean, it's kind of weird to think with July, because as we all know it, we talked about it last episodes, we had all-star breaks. Oh, get it all out. Do what you got to do. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. Oh, you're M! 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 <laughs> so, July was a weird one, though, because uh, low baseball, high activity. Yes, a lot of activity. Very high activity. We had a couple, couple weeks of baseball... And then the All-Star break. Yep. Exciting um, break. By the way, we, was. Did, we did miss last week. We do apologize. Oh, yeah. Week to week, we're out a little bit. Thank you for uh, hanging tight, everyone. Yeah, we, you know, sometimes things comes up. We come up. We have to we kind got of... stuff to do. Yeah. Life happens. Shit to do. We're regular people with regular jobs. Uh, if we got paid for this, great. But uh, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> Maybe someday. One day. Who wants to sponsor us? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we had, we had some weeks of baseball, and then we had the Home Run Derby and All-Star break. And uh, I guess the biggest thing here is, you know, obviously I think we touched on Juan Soto being the Home Run Derby champion last episode. Oh, yeah, I, I, we, I remember just going off on where is he going. And we have the answer. Uh, my prediction was right. I did say the Padres. The Padres, yep. the dads. Yeah, we got. But they got Josh Bell, too. They got Josh Bell. The Padres did great stuff. We'll save some of this yeah, content. that's going to be a little bit later. We want to open up a little bit about just kind of how July looked for players. Again, we're talking some short weeks in comparison with the All-Star break. But we're going to talk about the trade deadlines a in a little bit. But overall, guys. What did we think about July in terms of how everyone was playing? So yeah, July's team was um, it's um, it's interesting because you are getting into those dog days now, and yep. we everyone who lives in this country knows that right now it is hotter than a ball sack. It is a grind. Oh, so steamy. These, these, it's, it's a grind out there on the play, field right yeah, now. These players gotta be like suffering day in, day out. Well, I mean, over here on the East Coast, what was it, 98 degrees, yeah. 95 degrees mm. this past weekend? I mean, Toasty. Holy crap. Yeah. So, it, it's interesting to see how these um how these players are, are really holding off in, in like more than halfway through the season. And uh, some of them, it's like they, they haven't missed a beat. Some of them have been, from April till now, in August, they've just been rolling. And some guys, you know, late starts, uh, early starts. But yep. I think we're finally getting to the point where we can accurately say who our, like, MVP contenders are. Yeah. Who, like, well, of course, we have our all-stars and everything, but we can kind of get a really good idea on kind of where this season's going to end stat-wise with some of these players. Right. So, so what do you think? Let's hit our July team. July, yeah. What do you guys think? Well, let's let's start with the number one position number as one. the pitcher. Yeah, pitcher. So I'm going to be biased, and I'm not looking at numbers right now, but Scherzer coming back in July for the most part, kind of full like swing. didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. Now, I know, like, Scherzer's been having some games in there, but, like, yeah, all of July being, you know, pretty fully active. Mm -hmm. I don't think he had a bad game. Scherzer... And again, I'm not looking at numbers, just speaking on a slight Scherzer, bias. Scherzer, since the All-Star break, has been unhittable. He did give up a hit here and there, maybe some runs, but let's let's look at his last outing against the Braves on Saturday with the doubleheader. He was electric. Lights he out. was. Um... I mean, just on fire. Now, we'll save DeGrom for a couple weeks ahead of time. Yeah, because we De got an August team. DeGrom's back, but we're going to back burn yeah, that De combo. Yeah, DeGrom's only two games in. Um, he does look electric. He was, you know, he was 17 up, 17 down yesterday at one point. Um, but I think I'm going to roll with... Uh, I, I, I do like what Verlander's doing. Mm -hmm. Justin Verlander. Yeah. I do like what he's doing. Um, he does have a 1.73 ERA, but you look at Max Scherzer's ERA. And this is, is for a 30-day pass. It is actually from the last 30 days. It's 153. Yeah, but it's did nice. you look at did you see Verlander's just in July? His ERA through July, 
1.01. It's intense. I mean, he's got he's got 15 four, wins yeah, on the season. Four wins, four wins in July. Uh, almost 27 innings in July. 32 strikeouts over those uh, 27, almost 27 innings. Man, yep. man was great. I, I, but Scherzer did great. Verlander did great. Cease, I mean, uh, Dylan Cease. He has over the past 30 days a point. Five nine ERA. He is like he's just been absolutely disgusting. Like I saw, I read something earlier today before I got here that Dylan Cease is in the runnings to be uh, AL Cy Young. I don't blame him. I mean, this guy's a strikeout. He's a strikeout king. Yeah, he's doing he's, great. He's unbelievable but right now. The crazy thing is, he's what did it say? Five and one during July, so he has a loss. That's but let me sick. tell you about that, this that's loss. Disgusting. This loss that he has though, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Six innings, gave him three hits, one earned run, eight strikeouts. That's his loss. Wow. That's the so blemish that's, for so the that's month. La- that's lack of offense. That's a quality start. That's lack of offense. Yes, yeah. lack of offense. Yeah, uh, he got the, he got the ground. Yeah, it's yeah. so he's forty. Yeah, forty. Uh, forty strikeouts through those uh, six starts. He's he's been absolutely filthy. Yeah, so for July zero point seven six ERA it's just great. in July. So. That's, that's great. That's, that's, a, that's really tough for for picking pitcher, but if I had to choose one right now, mm-hmm. I'm going Cease. I, I, you know what, Matt? I think I have to agree with you on that because Dylan Cease is just putting up numbers. He like, is. and Just for the month of July in general. And I love the dude. He's a disc golfer. Right. I was going to say there's a bias on disc golf because you got me and Matt here. Love the disc I golf. I like him because he has a sick mustache. Yeah, sick mustache. This is the year of the stash. It I'm is. telling you, guys pus- busting out the stash. Been doing great. Master Cortez with the everyone, stash. Everyone great. except for Spencer Strider. Yeah, Spencer Xbox Strider man. needs to go ahead and get off Twitter, get off media, yeah. get off Instagram. He's sitting here talking about, like, oh, the Mets are on a luck streak. Yeah, get out of here. Lucky offense. Come on now. We you, can go on a strikeout that. master, but come on, bro. Come on. Like, like, scoreboard. But I want to be a little hot take on the pitch count because Dylan Cease is great, but I still want to give it to Scherzer with a bias on the Mets. Last 30 days, 50 strikeouts. That's four more than Garrett Cole. Dude's dealing. Over 30 days. Corbin Burns of 41. Yu Darvish and Otani, 41. Uh, Kevin Gaussman finally getting back on pace over 30 days, he 37. Been, yeah. uh, you know, Tyler, you know, Scherzer's been doing really well. You know, I mean, fantasy, obviously touch on it later. He got me 50-something points this week. I mean, great for the fantasy. I think Scherzer's up there. It's it's a weird position to rip off right now because you've got C's performing hot. Scherzer just getting back, ripping it. But then you got American... National League pitcher. Right, and now you're so, talking about competition. Yeah, now you're, yeah, now you're butting heads with two different I leagues. think Scherzer's got it easy in comparison to uh, Cease with the American League. I mean, when you're talking about a guy that's playing uh, against some really competitive teams, Dylan Cease has got to really watch what he's pitching, how he's pitching it, because you got guys like Judge on the American yeah. League batting away at that. You got a lot of guys overall in the American League you just got, batting away. You don't have, you have you have tough outs on on both sides. They're yeah. they're going to be really tough. Um Chicago coming from a second place team being second take second place kind of chasing after <clears throat> the Twins and then you got um I mean the Mets have Mets have been in in first basically the, the whole season. All season. And so yep. Mets, Mets are Mets are are really being held together by a team effort. The, yeah. the whole team yeah. is is working. The team is hitting. The team is pitching. You know what it is? Bullpen putting, is there. Putting the ball in play yeah. and getting shit done. Small yep. ball when small ball needs to be played. Big ball when big ball needs to be played. Yep. He, with someone like like the the White Sox, it just see. I, I just feel like Cease has just like. I don't want to call it he's he's Han Solo, but he's kind of Han Solo out there. The the ace, and I'm doing air quotes, yeah, was Giolito at the beginning beginning of the season. He's been and total Evan, trash. tell me what you did with Giolito. I dropped his. You ass. dropped his ass. So and I picked him right up. I was <laughs> we'll talk about it, but yeah, I'd, I'd say they're the uh, new ace of the White Sox would have to be Dylan Cease. Hundred percent. I, I, I Giolito's going to have to take a second seat to that. Yeah. Well, let me let me dive in real quick. Max Scherzer missed eight weeks from his oblique injury. Dang. He's still only 55 strikeouts out of leading strikeouts. And that's what's crazy. Eight weeks of missing games, and he's, he's that he's high up. He's behind only 
he's behind first place of strikeouts by 55 I'm excited strikeouts. to see 2023. No injuries on him. You know, knock on a piece of wood right here for that because... Yeah, I mean, he's going to be 39. It's bound to happen. Just look at two out of the three pitchers we're talking about. Verlander, Scherzer. They're not spring chickens. They are... They're old <laughs> in, in, when you think about... Uh, Baseball ages. Well, when you think about Verlander, he had Tommy John. He was hurt. He comes back. He is throwing heat. They're like five wines. Yeah. Fifteen wins. I think Verlander's like the million-dollar man. A guy that's sort of just rebuilt after everything that's happened to him. And he's still playing great ball. I'd give him player of the month just because he's with Kate Upton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true. <laughs> I, for, I honestly forgot all about that, right? One person, before we move off from the pitcher... I want to give a 2023 shout-out to someone really quick. I'm saying it super early. Tristan McKenzie. Great game yesterday. With the Guardians. Great game yesterday. I know he had a good game. or I should say great, yeah, yesterday. I think on fantasy he got like 34, 37 points. points, yeah. Um, I feel like even though he's got an average record right now with an average team, I just want to do a quick shout-out to a guy that I think has potential in 2023. Tristan McKenzie. Heard it here in 2022. Next year on Dudes in the Dugout, we're going to be talking about it a bit more. Well, don't forget, we got to witness him firsthand. We did. Against the Orioles. We did, we did. and he played great ball. And the Orioles, he got lit up against the Orioles he a little did. bit. But, you know, that's a, but you know what? By Trey Mancini, but first inning. Oh, cool. yeah, they were cool the home runs. Say, but it's cool to say, I saw I saw Tristan McKenzie in in his rookie year, or like, you know, yeah. early in his career when, you know, when he's... I could say that Still about Steve's Hall of Fame. I could say, yeah. I could say that about Degrom. Yeah, see, so all uh, right, those, you those saw Degrom years those ago. Those are the cool memories you can think of. So yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I agree with that, to Tyler. Yeah, a little hot take, just a little something after the game the other so day. So what are we all? Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm gonna go Cease. Uh, let's go Dylan Cease. I mean, I will stay Scherzer, but I'm gonna have to agree that Cease deserves it. So I will back off a bit, and I'll lean in. There's Cease. Blah. Blah. That's uh, that's uh, your pitcher, but who does that pitcher throw to, guys? The catcher. The catcher. Number two. And I think this is the hardest position. This position to sucks. do because when you when you literally when you're looking at the stats, it's um you always have that little thing on the bottom to qualify. Your player must have three point one plate appearances, and literally six players qualify. Sounds about right. Six catchers qualify. I mean, because they're rotated yeah. so much. So much. So, I mean, I look at these six catchers. They're, they're good catchers, but does one really stand out so far away from the other? I would say no, but there are some really good ones. There are. And now, I think last month, if I remember right without listening, did we talk about Alejandro Kirk? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, Kirk was was the all star, but I would I would say the top. There's four catchers in Major League Baseball right now, who could, who, who I think we could talk about that we have to choose from. That would be Kirk, yep. Will Smith, Wilson yep. Contreras, Real Muto, G, JT Real Muto. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the Trevino doesn't even fit in half the like in like the plate appearances and stuff like no. that. So I think you either have to pick out of those four, JT. Slow start, picked yep. it up. He did. But then you got guys like Alejandro Kirk, Wilson Contreras, who did it consistently all year. Will Smith didn't start off hottest, the hottest either, but he really picked it up too. The Dodgers are the are the hottest team in baseball right now, next, yeah. next to the Cardinals as well. But it's just uh, if I if I if I'm gonna give my July take, I, I think I'm going to give it to the all-star, Alejandro Kirk. I'd have to agree with you. Pat. He definitely deserves it. I mean, he's been playing great. Now, a runner-up I want to speak about just super quick would be JT Realmuto. Mm-hmm. Year-to-date, 265 average, which is nice. It's third place, but it's still under Alejandro Kirk with a 298. Yeah. So, again, it still goes to Kirk for sure. But over the last 30 days, just in particular... Real Muto's at the top with 17 RBIs and second, technically tied with first, with five home runs next to Joey Bart. Last Joey Bart is kind of hit and miss. Correction, but last 30 days, Real Muto has 28 RBIs. Oh, I got something else I got to look at. He has nine home runs, 28 RBIs. Oh, and, you're right. And he's batting 318 with five stolen bases. So, I mean, he but, deserves it. But we got 21 strikeouts in the last 30 days. 
hit and miss. The Phillies, the Phillies have been playing some solid ball they got, recently. They got some good ball. Yeah, what are they, they? I think they're ranked third in their specific division in their region right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, I think what I saw it was um, throughout July they were they were in like the top I think the top five teams in July. Mm-hmm. I mean so, they're way behind in general. Yeah, they're, they're, opinion, they're behind, but, but you know they're they're playing they're playing better ball, and yeah. it just it kind of comes to it's kind of a shame because you have these teams that you had a lot more hoping at the beginning of the season that just kind of really let you down but they're coming too now and it's like what the what the hell were you waiting for right so um so like i said i think i'm gonna stick with stick with kirk i'd have to give it to kirk overall he's still staying consistent he's playing and he's we, the all-star we say kirk then yeah i i, I think kirk <clears throat> is kirk has just been uh an exemplary uh mode of consistency in the catching position 100 percent, evan all right Yes. Yes. So first base. So Alejandro Kirk, and we have Dylan Cease. So let's hit it off. First base. I'm going with Pete Alonso. This this is a tough one because I see two guys who really deserve this. The last thirty games, Pete Alonso, two batting two ninety nine, twenty six RBI, seven home runs, mm-hmm. scored eighteen runs, struck out twenty four times. So. He's very, very solid. Solid. And I think the only other guy who can compete with that, Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman yeah. had a nasty, absolutely nasty 30, 30 game streak. Yeah. OPS of 1194. Average of 427. Man, yeah. the man has uh, 38 hits just in the last 30 days. Last That's 30, nine more than th- the next guy, Vlad Guerrero. Where are you getting this? Because the last last 30 games, it says 372. Are you going off the July specific or last 30 specific? Last 30. I got to look, too, because I got the last 30 as well with the same numbers. Yeah. Last, uh, last 15, he's 385. Last 7, he's 367. Ooh, that's a spicy yeah, number. Yeah, because on here, uh, the last 30, what I'm looking at, uh, Pete Alonzo with 24 hits. And Freddie had 38. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Average is 372 the last 30 games. Who's that? Freddie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 321, last 15, 308, the last seven. How Let me you? see your splits. Let me see your splits. Hold on, everybody. We're going to take a uh, quick break. This is, this is last 30 games. Uh, it does say last 30 games. He's What's going on? MLB, where are you at? He's 372, 11 strikeouts, 12 walks, 21 RBIs, 5 home runs. 22 runs scored. Because yeah, I'm looking at the last 30, the slugging, Freddie Freeman, 708. Uh, Pete, Pete coming in second at 636. Yeah. Like, I, it's... Those are, are the two first basemen I think that we really have to, like... Oh, really yeah, between at. Freeman and them, like, I mean... So, tell if you click on yours, you're getting the same numbers. If you click on his split for 30... Oh, I wonder something's showing up differently. Maybe that's... Yeah, so you're getting 372. Oh, that does show that there. MLB with the technical difficulties, everyone, but... uh, I don't know what's going on with... What are your filters? I put last 30 days, regular season, first base. That doesn't make any sense. Why is it showing... What's going on? What's going on, MLB? What's going on? (laughs) We love that. Anyway. But still, it's going to be be between Alonzo and Freeman. Which one do you want to go with? Uh, If I'm biased, you already know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say... I'm saying Alonzo all the way. Yeah, Alonzo's got an extra home run on him. I, uh, I would probably say Freeman just because if, if this OPS that I'm looking at is true, 11.94, that is just disgusting. 11.94 is an insane That's OPS. That's disgusting. With, but a, with Alonzo's an average, right if this underneath. is true, 4.27. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what's going on with the, the split. I saw 4.27, is just absolutely sick. It's weird. If you click on the player, you're getting a different number because yeah. I saw it. But if you're looking at, like... Your stats on MLB hitting. Well, if I was looking at the last thirty games, you're taking into account of some August games too. You are, so, so. that's the thing. So right here, it, it, it's weird. Yeah. MLB acting up, but overall, if you take these averages, they're still not far off. Alonzo, though, on the ones you're looking at, Matt. Yeah. Alonzo's ten forty seven. He's not far off. The no, OPS. not at all. Him, him and Vladdy are yep. both at ten forty seven. So Vladdy, Vladdy even picked it up. Vladdy's he did it up too. So I mean, but yeah, I I'd give it to I would say Freeman. Yeah, I'm going to say Freeman deserves it, especially if you look at strikeouts, because Freeman is not striking out as much in the last 30 days. Dude rakes. He he struck out, what, 11 times? Yeah. And I think Alonzo, if I'm looking correctly here, blah, 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 15. So, 
It's not like a lot, but there's enough to say like your difference in OPS with the strikeouts and other things. Alonzo's playing ball with a great team. We all know it. The Mets are looking great. But Freeman with the Dodgers, who do happen to have the best record currently, a little sting, but it's true. I might have to say Freeman with the numbers, Freeman with the team at the moment of recording this podcast gets the first base mark for me. And and the thing is, with first NL first baseman, man, I mean... There's a lot. Uh, Pete, Goldie, Freddie Freeman, Josh Bell. Just, you, the, These first basemen are going off, and I, I want to say it has to be one of the most fun positions yeah. to, to watch this year. I think the first baseman count right now in the NL League is way more competitive than the AL. And, and I would think so, but 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 see that's what's so crazy because even when you look at the AL, Vladdy, Matt, uh, oh um, Olson's on the the Braves now. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But um, Walsh is up there. Mountcastle's picking it up. You got a lot of people first baseman positions that are good. Yeah, first, for sure. First, uh, yeah. But Ty, Ty France, Ty France. You really, I mean, first base is. A very exciting position to watch. So, it's going to be an interesting one to see as the year comes to a close, mm-hmm. how it wraps up. But if I had to give it to someone right now, we're going to say, at least in my opinion, it's probably got to be Freeman. I'm going to say Fredward. Fredward. So, that's the first baseman count. So, Matthew. Yeah. Do you have your second baseman thoughts? Because I feel like second, second base, if you ask me currently, has been a little soft, nothing spicy. But, like, who do you think has really been popping off the most? Because I have a guy in mind, but I'm curious to see if you're thinking the same. Uh, a few guys, a few guys that kind of, um, kind of stick out a little bit. Um, one, guy, one guy I do like just because he is on he's on my um, my fantasy team. Yeah. So he has been been really helpful of, of recent. Yep. And that would be uh, Jimenez. Jimenez. Uh, Andre three, Jimenez? Yeah. Bad at three, yeah. Bad at 326 on base percentage over 400. Slugged over 500. So yeah, OPS of of 916 over throughout July. I think he's doing better than uh, Wilmer Flores. Yeah, Wilmer, you know, another guy who's on who's on my fantasy team. Yeah. Wilmer Flores is kind of the guy that... He floats. He floats. He's first base, second, third. He's He can be anywhere. Right. And since we're talking about floating positions mm-hmm. that kind of relate to fantasy and kind of relate to the utility, I want to give a shout-out to Jake Cronenworth. Oh, yeah. Jake Cronenworth, with an OPS of 791, it's not crazy high... But with an average, where was his average? 233. I'm not talking crazy stats. I'm not putting him as the number one. But Jake Cronenworth as a utility player who's on second but kind of floats around has been great. Um, but Andre Jimenez as second base definitely deserves the title. Wilmer Flores has been playing well. Uh, a little shout-out that I don't think deserves the number one, but just a coming-up guy playing again. Uh, Jonathan India. Jonathan India from the Reds. He's been doing good again. He was a guy last year on Fantasy I trusted a lot with great bats. But I want to shoot someone down super quick. Oh. Altuve. He's, he's, he's kind of on, on the, the down You know what? From... I haven't heard a peep out of him for no. a while. He's been quiet. He's not really the Astros. The, the Astros in general have been kind of quiet recently. They've been on like a little bit of a soft streak. So maybe, yeah. maybe that's just kind of the thing. You're seeing a lot of these teams that started off really hot yeah they're kind of it's the dog days you're gonna hear that so much out of us with through the next couple months and yeah you're really seeing these teams kind of kind of take their take their take their blows and there's this thing i'm looking at the second base position that i think there's a lot of people that like i'm about to talk down on so jeff mcneil not talking down on but average ball keeping it up blah 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 but jorge polanco Here's a guy that I had high hopes for not playing his top mm-hmm. tier. Jonathan Shoup, another guy who's not playing top He had a good ball. game last night, but yeah. yeah. It's Overall, a, just kind of I, I know Glaber's kind of down right now. He's, yep. he's down uh You ready for bit. the biggest one that I think has been one of the bigger disappointments, at least over the past 30 days? Marcus Simeon. Honestly. Another guy that like Texas, disappointed me. Texas has to be bummed with him. 
Yeah. I mean, you you traded for you got Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager. They definitely expected a lot more this year. And yeah, they, but you can say you can almost say that about Santiago Espinal. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say Espinal has dropped the ball a lot yeah. about. They wanted him yeah. as an All Star contender because, of course, va- uh, fan voting. Yeah. We already know that was a scam. But seriously. Uh, Espinal is just kind of bombing it. I mean, if we're being honest, Trevor Story, too. Mm-hmm. I total yeah. bust. Where is he? So, you had, James isn't even here to he, complain he about it. Sorry, three, James. He had a three-homer game, what, back in May, and then he's been silent happened, ever yeah. since. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, sec- second base is kind of like has kind of been the opposite of uh, a first base. Yeah. First base has been so fun to watch, and second, second base, base is a little quiet. lackluster. But especially when you have, oh uh, my gosh, I is Jazz. Yeah, you Jazz, Jazz. With on, Jazz taking on the a backseat on the IL, it's, it's, it's not as fun. Yeah, Jazz is fun. Like, so Jazz, sorry you're on the IL, but Matt, uh, Andre Jimenez, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm giving um Jimenez. Yeah, you know what's sad? He was a New York Met in 2020. It's a shame. And he played He played up with that. Those New York but, lights. But Players I mean, don't translate well yeah. going to New York like they will in in these other other cities. You're right. Real, real quick. Love the flying squirrel in second. Real quick. If we're being honest, if I had to give fielding only, yeah. I'm going with Luis Guillorme. You've, you've been real hot yo, on him, Guillorme, man. yo. Been, I absolutely love that man. He had a great he, play the other night, throwing down to home. You, Yeah, you put him anywhere. He read Travis Darno like a book. Yeah. When he, th- he threw that ball almost from the outfield grass. Yeah. To home on a strike to Nito for an out. Mm. He knew and what he was And his explanation doing. was, my, my mind was saying, go to first right away. But I saw Darno stutter step and then commit, and that's when I threw yeah. home. And he goes, otherwise game. you would have saw me get the out at first and sacrifice the run. Luis Guillorme, you put him at third base, you put him at second base, you give Lindor a break and put him at shortstop, he's making a play wherever the hell you He put might him. be one of the most underrated Chris Bassett said infielders. Yeah. yeah, Chris Bassett said he deserves a Gold Glove, hands down. I don't give a shit. And, and, and Keep the beard on him. Keep him yeah. playing. And that, that's the that's the great thing is you can you can be absolute trash offense. I'm not saying Guillaume is. I don't know how his offensive stats average. are. He's, but you, he's, he's been he you know he's been on the up late, and up and late, late yeah. June early July he was raking the ball. But yeah, you you can be absolute trash, but you can still be a Gold Glove winner. That's oh, what I love. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's that's. He is one guy that is so underrated in the field. And defense is, is o- defense is overlooked. I, it I, is. I, I really, and you know really what? think it is. You know, and, I, and I'm happy for Gaminez. Yeah. You know what? That's what made me think of Guillaume. Because yeah. he is so over he's so underrated, mm-hmm. so overlooked. And if I had to give strictly fielding to a second, even a third baseman, it's Luis Guillaume. Right. Can I just take I just want to take a few moments before we move to third base here. Because we're talking about underrated players for the Mets, and I need to give a shout-out to Vogelbach. Oh, Vogelbach, yeah. Vogelbach. I just need, super quick, this is a man who got traded over to the Mets, and everyone said, what the hell are they doing? And this man's hitting dingers. You know, mostly DH. He's got a first baseman guy. He's a DH guy. I just want to dip in and dip out super quick since we're talking underrated Mets. And I just need to give a quick shout-out to this man, Daniel Vogelbach. This man... Dangers for days. Thank you for coming to the Mets. Thank you for bringing some consistency to Danny batting. Dingers? Is that his name now? Danny Dingers. He's Thank Danny you. Dingers. He said he hits his home runs in bunches like he eats his donuts. Yo, Danny that Dingums. is my kind of guy. Now, remind me, Evan. Is it his lefty or his righty pitchers that he hits off well? He dings righties. Right. That's yeah. it. He dings righties. Because rough was lefties. And they, and they got rough because he's a lefty killer. Yes, and I love what the Mets did with these because they're low-key underrated trades that are matching up for pitchers when they need a DH well, you, guy. You look at you look at the Mets DH in the last week since the trade deadline, which yes. we'll get into. They are more productive yes. than J.D. Davis and Dom Smith combined. I mean, think about it. Canna hit a double in the gap yesterday or two days ago during the doubleheader. Danny, Danny Vogelback scored from first base in 12.2 seconds. Yo, this man hauled it. He rips he around put, the bases. This man strapped on his heelys and he went for it. This he man was coasting. He put the Crocs in four-wheel drive. Yo, he literally slipped him into four-wheel drive. They were in sport mode and he was <laughs> running. 
I don't want to make this a Mets podcast. I no. just need to give the shout that's out. That's a quick shout out to Thank Danny you. Dimes. Thank right you for there. letting me have a moment. But uh, well, 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 because that's only because third base is gonna take two seconds. Oh yeah, three, two, one. Austin Riley. Oh, oh shit! You guys are supposed to say it. I was going to say Chapman, but tell me more. Well, what? I mean, I was going to say uh, if it's not Austin Riley, you're wrong. Well, I mean, I want to know I'm, why I'm, I'm wrong. You're right. If I mean, it's not Austin, Austin Riley, you're wrong. All I got to say about Austin Riley is. Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> Dude slugged 885. He, he had a hell of a freaking July. He slugged 880. He slugged more than someone's whole OPS. I definitely want to Disgusting. say rest in peace to J-Ram because J-Ram was consistent for our overall Let's do for the many Let's months. Let's do the cross, boys. Everyone, quick rest in peace. But you're right. Austin, Austin, Austin Riley had a sh- fucking... Um, Crazy July. You're allowed Ab- to say it. We're averaged, deep in the cast. Averaged over 400, on base over 450. Like I said, slugged 885. Yep. That's, that's an OPS over 1,300. Dude, that's Austin, disgusting. Austin Riley's been stupid. Disgusting. I, I mean, with that all being said, I just want to give the quick runner-up discussion to Matt Chapman, only because, I mean, his OPS is just shy behind Riley's with, I, I see here, 1089. Average with a 311. He's got eight home runs over the past 30 days with Austin's seven. Uh, RBI's 18. With well, in July, Riley's Austin 16. Riley had 11 home runs. Oh, right. In I got, July. You're right. I got the 30s, so we got to keep the bias off the August 11 games. home runs, 25 RBI. Sick. Yeah, so like, no, you're nuts. right. You're right. And especially, again, also with playing with the Nationals, uh, or not the Nationals, playing with the National League and having very close games yeah. against the Mets. Hold on. A good shout division. Out, good division. Sh- shout out to Austin Riley back in June when he said, we're coming for the Mets when they were half a game out. Had a six and a half outfield. Oh, oh it's going to be good. <laughs> Close, but a little you too far. You are running out of games to catch up to the Mets. But, uh, Matt, you're right. If I have to say a quick discussion uh, Austin, in and out, yeah, Austin, Austin Riley. Riley. Austin, Austin Riley, Riley gets it. my third yeah. base. James, Let's go to shortstop. Yeah. <laughs> James, it's Austin Riley. Thank yeah. you. No, Next. No, shortstop, you guys are going to freaking love this. Because it's Frankie Lindor. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, if you counted down to Lindor because it was a 3-2-1 Lindor, I would have said yes. Francisco Lindor Lindor had probably the best July out of any position player. Smoked Turner in an OPS. Uh, Smoked Iglesias in an average and Turner. Uh, I mean, this guy's performing the way he needs to. He is performing like a 340. $50 $50 million man. Yes, 100%. He led in every every category in July. Uh, on base, slugging, OPS, average. He, it, it's Frankie. It is, 100%. I mean, this is one of those things where, like, there's a couple people that have been playing okay here and there, sure, but it's Lindor. He, he was slashing a 320 average in July, dude. Lindor, like, kind of stole that position with no one else to, like, kind of come up. Is there anyone else? Can anyone think of right now shortstop position that's comparable to Lindor at the moment? I I, I, I couldn't. No, I couldn't. I just think uh, Lindor Lindor's your, your Lindor's answer. the guy. I don't yeah. think we're Lin, questioning. Lindor. Yeah, there's there's no other runner up. I mean, Dan Swanson was hot. Yeah, and sure, he got Tur- his home run off Degrom the Trey, other night. Trey Turner, Whatever. yo, Degrom was pissed too. I would be too. Six so, innings in, going that high, and yeah. his la- yeah. literally his last pitch. Yeah, he had a perfect game until he walked that walked a nine batter but Trey Turner and Dansby Swanson they're going to be the next closest to Frankie Lindor why yeah. he's in fourth place I have no freaking clue but I mean yeah Frankie I got a lot for you Frankie yeah Franklin Frankie Lindor you outfield, you guys. had a hell of a July my man is that where we're going yeah we're, we're checking out the outfield yeah we 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 just circle around the uh yeah, we're the going, horn we're going left out oh, shit. Right the free and outfield Left, left field again, another position that was kind of um, kind of quiet this season. But there's someone quietly who had a really good July, who we also got to see in on June fourth. I believe, if you're correct, uh, am I going to say Quan? Stephen Quan. Quan has. Quan. I just saw that. Hey, Quan. Quan. Hey, hey. <laughs> quietly, like not not a power, not a super, you know. Pro- Productive guy, but dude hits. Guy has um, yep. he had nine more hits than Lourdes Goriel in um, in just July. He hit um, three forty six. Yeah, and uh, the next closest uh, 
left fielder was uh, Jerkson Profar, who batted 295. Jerkin at Profar, Profar, yeah. Profar. Profar, <laughs> Profar, had, Profar had, had a good month. But Jerkin at Profar? Jerkin yeah, at Profar. Very good month. Jerkin, Hurricane Profar. He had all right month. It was all right. And moving into center, uh, again, oh, maybe bias. Oh, you, 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 you're just saying Quan. Quan easily left. Oh, yeah. Quan easily left. You didn't let Evan talk about, about who, who he thought. Evan. Well, I was gonna, I, well, you I said, said screw left field. I said, I said Quan too. Is yeah, it anyone fine. but Quan? Because I want to say Quan has been just great at the left well, field. Well, pro, pro far, I mean, yeah. Profar was kind of the left fielder who had more of a of a productive end. You know, yeah. he, he, he slugged. He, uh, he he did get on base. I know um, RBIs. Who was it? Rosario. I mean, he, Rosario's been good. They've been because I was looking at some stuff here a second ago too, and like they slap him randomly in center field stuff too. Like it's weird. It, the outfield position yeah. we've talked about is kind of a weird player discussion when you're topping them out because yeah. how some of them interchange. Yeah. Because, yeah, you have people like Judge who can show up as a right fielder with center field yeah. filters. Mm-hmm. So if I have to give it, you know, it's to Quan. people, it's Quan. Yeah, it's Quan. Now <laughs> uh, we can move on. Yeah, I was going to say, now Judge deserves center field discussion. I'm giving center field to Judge. See, it, it's just weird because... Because I even want to give Nimmo a little tip of the hat. Yeah. But well, well, remember what, what, what did we do last month? Last month we didn't even break it out into. We just did outfield we just top did outfielders, right? Yeah, we were doing top yeah, outfield. So, so we got a weird filter. I mean, yeah. Situation to go through. So judge has to. I mean, judge, you would have judge kind of has to be one of them. So. Yeah, judge has to be one of them. And if that's the case, and I don't want to overlook judge at the moment, mm-hmm. but I'm just now talking overall outfielder positions batting related. Mm-hmm. T. Oscar Hernandez. Juan Soto. Let's talk about those two guys for a hot second. Because they compete at right field Yeah. with Judge. But if you're talking an OPS right now over the last 30 days, Tiasca Hernandez, a 10-22, doing better than Juan Soto over the last 30. What so are we looking at here? I am looking at a specific filter for just strictly outfielders. It gets rid of the specific left, right, center, and just sticks them all in a huge category. Because as an average against all outfielders, Quan has the best average mm-hmm. with a 3.43 over the last 30. Yeah. And you have, you know, a couple great players like uh, Leody Tavares, Tiasca Hernandez with a 3.18, Anthony Santandor, 3.12. Guy's playing good ball. Pro mm-hmm. far with a 2.95, which is okay, but he's down in the seventh. But- like seventh spot with an average. Oh, again, all outfield. Yeah, but do you guys mind... If I just talk about Aaron Judge, you deserve it because Evan and I have been talking a lot of random Mets. So I love this man. No, so I, we'll take a back seat. Hit it. I love Aaron Judge, man. Aaron Judge, he's just you know larger than life, but great July. Thirty-one hits in July. Thirteen homers in July. Thirty-two RBI in July. He batted. I mean, but a man who's who's not like he can hit for average, but batted three thirty-three. Yep. Uh, and it, it's weird because we just talked about Austin Riley. Austin Riley's numbers are just like untouchable. Yeah. The only one who came close to touching them would be Aaron Judge. 446 on base percentage, over 800 slugging. Dude, just I'm I'm really hoping he's kind of been on a slowdown when it comes to power numbers. Yeah. Like this past week, uh-huh. but still, four RBI yesterday. He hitting singles and doubles. He's playing small ball. He's, yep. He's playing he's good out the whole field. He's, yeah. he's, I, and I'm, I'm very confident in saying this. He is your 2022 AL MVP. Oh uh, yeah, there's no doubt. I like that confidence. I mean, I mean, the, the next closest is Shohei, but Shohei is a freaking mutant. He's just, he's just like a freak <laughs> of nature. He's just, just like, he is. no and one else does he, what he does. And he's a Los Angeles angel. Yeah. And that's yeah. his biggest downfall. And I want to talk about him only because you brought him up because I was going to bring him up in a DH mm-hmm. conversation, but I think the DH can be in and out to say Shohei Otani is probably one of the best DHs at the moment. I know Yordan Alvarez has been up there, but only because Otani's utility as an amazing pitcher with being a great DH I mean, his OPS is 849 with an ice average of 236, five home runs in the past 30 days. I just want to give a quick shout-out. As a DH, Otani deserves it. Freak of nature, though. So, I mean, leave him in his own category as a freak of nature. Really is. And I only want to give, again, Danny Dimes, Danny Vobach, 
a little shout out for July because if you're talking RBIs over the last 30 days being with the fucking Mets, excuse my language, we <laughs> have to say that real quick. 11 RBIs. This man's just bringing it in. So the DH is a weird one, but Otani deserves it. Vogelbach is going to get my uh, biased thumbs up, but I just want to leave the DH talks there just because Matt mentioned freaks in nature with Otani. But our, I want to go back. Outfield positions here. I mean, we've talked about a couple guys here. Is there anyone else that deserves a little light? I'm I'm cool with the outfielders. Who'd we say? We said Quan. Quan. Judge. Judge. Who's this third outfielder? It's technically our center field position if we're going to really stick Quan in left, Judge in right. So if I had to sit here and go right over to the center field positioning and again it gets a little biased but I still want to give people like Nimmo my vote but Cody Bellinger has had a great July finally he's finally yeah, he, picked it he, up he hit a lot of he hit a, finally hit a dinger last night yeah against the Padres. he's a guy that I want to give my hat to with Nimmo I, I kind of actually want to say between Bellinger and Nimmo if we're being center field specific I think they deserve a little tip of the hat yeah. Nice center field N- Nimmo play. especially. Nimmo's been playing great defensively, great batting overall. Nimmo, I mean, Nimmo can give a pitcher a good 10-pitch at bat yeah. easily. But if we're going outfield overall, Quan up there. Yeah, Quan. Judge up there. Judge. And then technically, I'm booting Soto out and giving it to Hernandez for July. Because mm-hmm. Hernandez's Teoscar Hernandez's uh, OPS over the last 30 days of 1032, stellar. I mean... Right fielder position, but overall outfielding positions, I think he really scoops it up. Solid. Very solid. Speaking of, uh, real quick, Brandon Nimmo just got hit by a pitch, making Nimmo the... Is that green pitching? 72nd or the 73rd Mets batter hit by a pitch this year. Yeah, if we could uh, no, run that's, a whole, that's actually done. If we could run a whole podcast dedicated to people getting hit by pitches, it'd be dominated by the Mets. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Was it his foot, though, that just got hit? Yeah. It wasn't much? Okay. That's why he hustled Who's pitching? Hunter Green? No, uh, Dunn. Oh, it's Dunn. Okay. I know Hunter Green's coming up soon. Because um, bridging into soon, our fantasy talk, I almost picked him up and said, no, nice. But, uh, guys, do we? would we say we agree? July's team wraps it up right there? Yeah. DH, are we going to argue? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, oh. I'd say um, freaking closer. Yeah, we need to... Oh, oh my! Even talking God. about closer because that's another that's another kind of really simple one. Tyler, the, bring him up. Everybody on three. One, two, three. Edwin Diaz. Yes, that's right. Edwin Diaz. Say it. He I mean, deserves it. What needs to be said? Say it louder. Diaz. Diaz. Damn. The dude struck out. It's Diaz. The dude struck out 94 of like 170 batters he faced. Definitely, he'll win the Rollades reliever of the year. Definitely. Yeah. Starling Marte going deep for a two-run homer to open up scoring in the top of the oh, or bottom of the first it. inning. But yeah, guys, I don't want to go too much about Diaz because I know we had a fantasy battle about trading Diaz. Oh, we'll yeah, save okay. that for another moment. Matt, but, and I, Matt and I almost lost a friendship over that. It, dude, I'd, it was yeah, about I'd to happen over Diaz. I'd, no. I'd never lose but a friendship But let's over go fans. on about trades. Let's spend the next <laughs> next five minutes. Not much has to be said, I think, because I think we all know the biggest trade discussion is Soto. Long Soto, yeah. What a bust. Did anyone see that coming with the Padres coming out of nowhere? I did. He was he was actually my predicted team to go to. But let's talk about what the Padres actually did at the trade deadline. They went ham. They went ham. They went for Josh Bell. They went for Juan Soto. They picked, I don't know I don't even know who else they picked up, but they got rid of their whole farm team to get swept by the Los they Angeles. Picked up Josh Padres. Hader. They picked up that was they an even, that was an even swap almost though. Yeah. Like I don't understand that. And Hayter didn't even get a chance to take the mound yet because the Padres just sucked ass against the Dodgers this weekend. Uh, they getting, really did. Getting wrecked. They got swept. Now, granted, the Dodgers, with currently the best record at this moment, have been playing great ball. Yeah. So it's Honestly, not to say right it's not like the Padres were playing some, you know, trash team like the Tigers. Yeah. You know, like no. it, it wasn't like that. But they went through all that money spending. Big salary caps. They drop cash, and Hands. they open up with losing games. Hands, they didn't even compete with the Dodgers. No. They didn't even compete. 
So when you look at the trade deadline and getting rid of your whole farm system to get swept by the Dodgers, who is little brother of the Dodgers right now, yep. is the Padres. Yep, yep. You look like an asshole. Yeah, it's tough to spend all that money and then not even come out of the trades with wins. Well, see, the, I, I don't know what it is. but Not even hits from your guys you, got, you traded for. Right. Because when the trade deadline ended, the two winners that I saw most people post, uh-huh. Padres... Yankees. Padres just got swept by the Dodgers. Yep. Yankees are on a five-game losing streak and just got swept by the Cardinals after yep. picking up Frankie Montas, Scott Efros, Lou Trevino, and Andrew Benintendi. The Montas it's game like, bothered what? me because they hyped up Montas like, you know, Frankie for the Yankees like type of thing. Frankie Yankee. Frankie Yankee. Huge hype. Now, we'll get into fantasy in a moment, but on a different side of things, I was worried about a little bit of fantasy stuff. With Montez, and I believe it was my other league, so not huge discussion. But he came out hot, ready to pitch. And also, I'm like, minus points? Heck yes. Like, Love to see that on my opponent losing points on him. And pe- people want to, I mean, I, I'm not trying to, to be a jerk or anything. But people jerk. people are making the excuse, oh, he just had a, a big layoff because he, he had a death in the family. Which, rip, RIP. RIP. Always tough. But you know what? Dude, you just came... To the Yankees to help the team, and the first thing you do is give up six runs? Are you serious? Like, let me, dude, you blew it. Let me, put into this, let me put something in your mind, Matt. And you know what the hell I'm going to say. Oh. Do you have to say it? I'm going to say it. Say it. Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo! Woo! Woo! Joey, Joey Gallo! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. But since he left, the Yankees are zero and five. Dodgers are five and zero. Yeah, hey, that, that's okay. That that and dude, and he's hitting that over three hundred. That as a dude is that dude is junk. He's trash. Is Joey junk. Gallo the Sheeny curse? <laughs> Gallo, Gallo will always be trash. Uh, Gallo, you even knew you were getting traded. You started growing your beard out. You coward. You, uh, but woo! I Say mean, it louder he, for the boys. No more and Yankees. The back. He go, he go, but. We're going to the back. Hold on. Joey Gallo, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> but now we could shift our attention for the Yankee punching bag from Joey Gallo to my absolute favorite Yankee, Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks. Oh, my disdain for that man. If anyone's seen I a good meme. I don't like you. A good meme, just. Oh, I, 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 just yell. I hope every meal you have for the rest of your life tastes like donkey knuckles. <laughs> you are trash, bro. Trash. Oh. Now that means he's probably going to have a big night tonight. Good thing whenever, you said that. Whenever I say anything in this microphone, the exact opposite happens. So you might just have to take the mic home and talk trash Aaron into it. Aaron Hicks, just please just fun, find, a, find a way to just not, not find the field. <laughs> just do what I you got to do. I digress. And yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, oh, boys, God. that brings us off from a nice, good rant of the July team. Some trades. Let's run it right into fantasy. Yeah, let's hit fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. So James isn't here to talk fantasy. We're at the end of, end of the year so far. How many more games do we, we have? We got this week included. We have four more weeks. Four weeks. This and three more All to right. go. So it's coming down to it. It really is. So. I want to go back really quick here, go to the scoreboard, go last week. I'll speak for James super brief just to give him his little shine since he couldn't speak for himself. Uh, James, you beat Lou by 103 points. Hey. We love to see that. Speaking of Lou, he has Marte who just hit a bomb. Got he seven, did. Got seven points. Great for the Mets. Sucks to suck Lou, but we'll see what happens. So, I want to give a shout-out for James's team and a couple people, and that would be Eovaldi. Finally coming back a little bit over the past few games and has 34 points as James's best pitcher for his uh, past week on Fantasy. Love to see it. A uh, couple great batters. You have people like Max Muncie really doing what he had to do. Mookie stepped it up. Mookie stepped it up. Uh, overall, his whole team really playing well. And if I had to give James's step it up, it's definitely going to go to Josiah Gray. I mean, I don't know if there's much stepping up because I'm pretty sure James dropped into the waivers. So that or what am I seeing here? Austin Hayes. He, he gave. Oh yeah. It doesn't look like he played very much, but 
Hey, what to do, Hayes? He could go ahead and step it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hayes, step it up. So, James, great win against Lou last week. We love to see that. And let's see, this week's matchup for James. We're going to do a quick scroll down here. Uh, is against Shipley, his buddy. And at this moment, it is negative one, James. Shipley, zero. Nice early start to the Monday. All right. What a lead. What, the... a, what a lead, James, Come as on. of recording. Canon. And as we said, the step it up to Hayes. Hayes is the only person with scoring points of negative one for nice. James. <laughs> so, yeah, Hayes, try to step it up this week for him. He's on fire. But I, since I spoke for James, uh, Matt, Evan, who would like yeah. to kick I'll, off your um, team? I, um... I got I got the dub this week. I faced um, this uh, this total team of absolute garbage. The most garbage team in our freaking fantasy. To the point of each manager who has ever grabbed onto this team up until now has been absolute trash. <laughs> you have been dog dirt. You have been nothing but a pain in my tuchus. So I am very glad to say you got the season sweep from me, bro. You're done. I gave you the I gave you two L's. And this is only me speaking. When 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 Ty, when Ab Dog and Hands, when they start talking, they're gonna go off on this fool too. Belvedere Fwan, take a seat. You know, you step it up. You are absolute junk. Oh my god, this no. man just said everything on my mind. I, 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 I was waiting, I was waiting all I'm so all day glad you this. went off. Now, so, granted, I want to give him only two seconds of little point stuff. He had 332 Holy points. Shit, yeah. dude. I give, you made me sweat a little bit. Yeah, there's a little sweat built into that, but you suck! <laughs> you blow it! You blow it! Um, but you know what? Um, I can't even fucking talk. <laughs> Guy, guys on my team that um that really just oh, amazing. Arenado, Arenado's playing great ball. Yep. Adley Rushman, he might he might be a sneaky contender for rookie of the year. Yeah. He he did he did great. My pitching is what really stepped it up. And How about Lazardo for you? Right there, I I that was a last minute pickup to start yesterday. Dude, <laughs> like, dude went off, man. Now, this is a man. I want to look at his history real quick. You picked him up off free agency in April, yep. then dropped him two weeks later. Mm -hmm. Then Shipley picked him up a week later, dropped him two weeks later. And then this man, Jesus Lozardo, sat from May 16th to August 6th. Matt picks him up. For 30 points. 30 points. What is going so, on? So, Lizardo, bro, thank you, man. Thank you. Now, is he staying or is Yo, he Yo, real going? quick, can I interrupt real I quick? Know, man. I'm watching the Mets and Reds go on right now. Yeah. And Vogelback just flew out in the, okay. bottom, in the bottom of the first. It's okay. But what I love about this team is DeGrom, Scherzer, and Vogelback, right now, a new trade, are dissecting Dunn's pitches. Together really? on the iPad, they're sitting. Oh, were they sitting there chatting? They were just sitting in the dugout dissecting where his pitches are going. I love two to of see the it. best pitchers in baseball helping a batter dissect pitches. And we're talking about a guy to, that just got brought over to recently. improve his next at bat. Degrom and Scherzer are sitting there talking that about it. Now, whether we do it on the recording or it happens afterwards, I'm very curious to see if Vogelback gets back up to the plate and does, and does something nice with it. Yeah. Be, you'll, we'll have to talk about that, whether it's yeah. during this or after. I just, I just good, wanted to hit good, that. Good, 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 good for Vogelback. But Belvedere Fuan, eat it! But you're the one who needs to step it up. <laughs> but if anyone had to step it up on my team, ugh, this pains me because I hate seeing this. He's supposed to be... Automatic, but dude has been automatically bad recently. Clay Holmes, step it up. Yeah. Because I don't want to see Chapman in that role again. Please, please step it up. I don't want to. As, as a Mets fan, I don't want the Yankees to put him in that, back in that role. Right. And now, Matt, you got some tough competition this week against Mikey. I got Mikey. I got, I got a big week. I got so, a big week. I'm so. going to wish you some good luck. Because I'm in first place. Oh. I'm in first. And I'm the first team to hit the 6,000 Point mark. Don't lose it because we're tied in wins. What you got going on is points against or yeah. points for. Keep it up. Yep. But Evdog, let's hear about it. Dude, Evdog. Win streaks. Back Are you to, on four? I'm on a four game win streak. Back to 500. You're dangerous. Eight. I am eight and eight right now. Thanks to my dude, Max Scherzer, who went 13 and two thirds innings pitched, two wins. 
Two earned runs with 16 strikeouts over his last two starts. You almost got 100 points. What, you're about 80 out? Something like that? You beat uh, Justin? Yeah. By 80 points? Yeah. Even even George Kirby hit me with 23 points this week. Real Muto, 23 points. Chris Bassett, finally finding the baseball. 23 points. Mm-hmm. Brandon Nimmo, I your center fielder. Say. 22 points. Nemo doing better. Jerickson Profar, 19 points. Yep. Trey Turner, 19 points. Trey Mancini going to Houston. Trey. 17 points. You know, like. You've been having I, a nice I, stellar team. I, I picked up Alec, Alec Bohm, who got me 13 points. I hate the Phillies. But can we talk about the obvious person that needs to step it up on your team? Tywan Walker. Thank you. Uh, well, he had one bad outing that got me a minus 25. In one inning. Against the Braves. One Seven inning. hits, eight earned runs. Minus 25 points. The man didn't even stand a chance. 50 pitches in an inning. That is probably, and I hate to say this, because I don't think I even have to look around the league to find this, might be the worst single inning pitched. I would think so. The worst single inning, because they pulled him out yep. right after that. Yep. Second inning, he started giving up more. I don't think I've seen anyone give up the most hits and runs in a single inning. However, 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 I will say the offense did not give up. They ended up losing only 9-6. to six. Right. And now, granted, he's also 9-3. for three. Walker's got wins. Oh, yeah. Walker's good. He was he was lights out. 80 strikeouts. Start. His whip is 1.19. I mean, not he, to brag home about, but it's not like this one game defines his no. entire yeah. career or his entire year. His but Jesus game, Christ. His post game even said, you know, he didn't have his stuff. Kept leaving the ball over the plate. You can't do that with an Atlanta team. Right, and that's the thing, because we even saw it with DeGrom who left one hanging for Swanson, yep. who was going great with a no-hitter, and then, bam, two runs up on one pitch. So that's agreeable because we're talking about a team who is second to none, probably one of the top National League teams up there, yeah. obviously besides the Dodgers and the Mets. But so, I mean, all, all I really have to say is, Walker, I just hope you come out with a better start. Yep. That's it. I mean, you have one bad start. I can't complain. I really don't – I mean, I guess if I'm going to give a step it up, I'm going to give it to Keegan Thompson, who's going for me tonight. He's consistently been rough. Yeah. On and off rough, so it'd be great to see him step it up, because I know Walker will, so let's not give him too much trash yet. Maybe one more game if he pulls that kind of crap, but... Yeah, I made the mistake and started Kyle Wright against the Mets. They beat him Tough. Up. The Mets beat him up. Matchups are key. I've been learning this over the past few years, that some days you got to sit someone yeah. to know that the matchup isn't there. And... Just really quick, Evan, to highlight uh, your coming week against Lou. Uh, 6-7. Lou's got you by a single point as of this second. Yeah. Not crazy. Bassett's going to get you some points for sure by the looks of things. He's doing well so far. Two strikeouts, 12 pitches, only one inning in, so we'll see how that goes. Marte, though, one for one with a home run, that's, two RBIs. That's all Lou's points right there. Yeah. So, good luck to you against Lou. I think he got it made. We'll see how it goes. Hope I kick his fucking ass. But on that note... I just got to talk about Lou's buddy, Frank. Frank, you suck. Frank whooped your ass. I left 68 points on Sunday. Wow. We're going to talk about that real quick. Wow. I let Sunday die. I was up 100 points. I won 359 to 313. Now, that sounds close until you see what I did on Sunday. Everyone here, including James and Spirit, can be mad at me. When you hear I left 68 points, sit. DeGrom, I... So let's open up with the fact I maxed out by accident Saturday. You did. I was not counting and left in Suarez with the Phillies when I meant to take him out to let all my pitching on yeah. Sunday go. So Sunday, I wake up. I maxed out. I'm up 100 points. I'm like, shit. I might lose if Frank's team performs on Sunday. Now, Frank's team on Sunday performed. If we went off Sunday alone, Frank had 91 points. Ooh. I had 19 Ooh. on Sunday. I gave Frank the leading like start to go. It was like the tortoise and the hare, except I was still the hare, and I still said, screw you, I'm still the fastest, yeah. and won the race anyways. But Sunday, if it closed out, would have called it. Now, DeGrom, great game. Let him sit with 20-something points. 
Gosman, let him sit with, I think, 18 points. It doesn't show you when you max out, so I'd have to do the math prior. Javier, Christian Javier. Giolito, the guy that Mr. Evan dropped, picked him up, played all right. They get 14, 15 points. Let it all sit. I said, screw it. I don't need the points. I actually need the points because Matt's in first, tied with me with points, so I could have used the points. But, Gosman. Where, where do you see total points? What am I at? Total points, uh, you have to go to your summary page. Or, are you talking about the total, total points? Go to the lead page, go to your standings. While you look that up, you'll see it real quick. Matt, just show Evan while I kind of rant here yeah. about how we were looking. Gosman, finally picking it up. The summary with 103 pitches, 10 strikeouts, doing okay, 8 innings pitched, looking nice. But my second best player is also the guy I gave a shout-out to in the best of July, Teoscar Hernandez. He had two home runs, three RBIs, five runs, doing great, 25 points. Reed Detmers, guy picked off free agency, shows up and decides to get me 24 points for no reason on a Saturday. Good start, yeah. Great start. Uh, Ryan Helsley, a guy my relief pitcher. Dude throws one oh three, man, easy. People a bit overlooking Ryan Helsley. I love him for a relief pitcher right now. I actually have to say, I have the most pitchers from a single team with the Cardinals right now. Because if I go to my roster really quick, every sure? I got, I think I got four Mets pitchers. I have. It might be my other team. I have Helsley. Oh, sorry. It is my other team. I'm speaking on a different team. Boom! Boom! What's the other team? No one knows about the other team. Hmm. We'll talk about the other team just super quick because we got Wainwright on the other team. We have Montgomery on the other team. We have Mikolas on the other team. I have actually half of St. Louis's starting pitchers on my mm-hmm. other team. Only because, of course, Montgomery just got traded. But we don't care about the other team, even though we won that as well. I'll save that for another day, another podcast. But, guys, Vogelbach has really been doing what I needed to. Uh, give me a moment. We're going to go back pick to him that up? summary. Oh, yeah. This man who has, I believe, the worst roster rating right now, 5.9% rostered. Has gotten me, in August alone, 11 points. In August alone, again, guys, it's only the 8th. He's doing great for me. I'm not upset. I picked him up because I have faith. I picked him up because he's going to kill it. But, guys, I just got to say that we had a great week last week. We're tied up with Matt right now. Big wins, you know, with Gosman, Hernandez, Detmers. Got to give it to them. Thank you so much. Uh, Step it up. Ian Happ, I've been saying this, I think, for the past two weeks now. A guy that's been okay, but hasn't been performing the most. He was almost a trade target. He, yeah. Dude needs a new team. Uh, Syndergaard, he's on a new team and still sucks. I don't think next year he's going to be in my lineup. I've been rotating him in and out of free agency. No one touches him. Uh, Jameson Tayan. Pitches tonight. Pitches tonight. Got him in. See how he does. But please, as I say it, as he's going to play tonight. Lackluster. Step it up. Please. Dude's been lackluster. He has. So too many runs. So, so far on a hot streak, and as we speak at this moment, I am losing against the Fuan. one nothing. Oh. I didn't get a chance to go off on Fuan. So, as I bring up Fuan, let's go off really quick to wrap this up. We're a little over an hour in. I'd love to end it on Fuan. Fuan! What the heck? We had you garbage! We had two managers in. James, I wish you were here for this rant. We're going to do it on this podcast, this podcast only most likely, unless you got to you know, speak up next. Two managers can't do anything about it. You suck! You suck! One of 15. This is total... This, this team needs to be deleted. Um, I think... You garbage! It's bullshit. Hold on, we might have a guest caller in? Nope. Maybe, maybe not. No, it's okay. We're going to tell the guest caller just one Your moment. feet stink. Your feet stink. Not the guest caller, of course. But, Juan, like, what happened with two people looking at this team, not at the same time, but still, great players. Yeah. We're talking Vlad, Goldie, Bieber. Yeah. I mean, that's just he a few. Stanton, Edwin Diaz. There are people on this team who are top performers, but just poor management 
has led this team awry. So, saying it here, on the pod, making it official, your team has been overruled, overtaken by the one, the only, dudes in the dugout. dugout. Your ass smells like provolone. (laughs) Thank you. That's probably the most accurate statement. The dudes here, the podcast, is going to be running this team. Only by just rotating in, managing IL, keeping it competitive for the last four weeks here. But going forward, guys, I'm saying it early because we got next year. But when we do this league again, I think the dudes of the dugout run a team. We all have individual teams. We all have our other players. But Belvedere Juan will forever be the dudes in the dugout team. And I think we have a podcast team that has to be managed by the podcast, traded to not each other. We're not going to sit here and like trade the podcast team off to each other, but got a podcast team. Maybe if our listeners vote in, we discuss with the voters from the podcast. Fan team. Fan team. Fan team. The fan fantasy team. We auto-draft the fan team (laughs) so they get a good auto-draft pick because they can't go live. But week to week, we talk about the fan team. We get people to comment in, reach out, talk about the fan team. You'll be seeing it on IG a little bit more. You'll be seeing it way more heavily activated through the podcast voting systems on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you catch a podcast. Check us out where you can. Reach out and tell us, who should we drop? Who should we bring in? Who should we trade out to bring other people in? Because we can negotiate with those other people as we talk about them. But we're going to bring it here. I'll run a poll tonight with the podcast and just ask the question, do we do a podcast fan team next year? What do we think? I agree. I like the sound of it. Sounds and, interesting. And I, I, I think the, the biggest reason why we should is because Belvedere Juan literally gets zero bitches. Zero bitches and probably sucks a dozen eggs. I hate both managers. Of that Rotten team. eggs. Rotten eggs. They stink. You suck. You suck. You're no good. You're no good. You're, You're trash. trash. You're trash. You're, You're cabbage. You got the cheat, the the sheeny curse. You, you got the curse. You might as well eat rotten provolone off the sidewalk <laughs> outside Yankee Stadium. Garbage. Oh. oh. With that, boys, great talk. James, we missed you. I know you got a lot of hot takes. We're going to bring his hot takes back to the next episode for sure. Oh, We're sure. going to let them open. We're going to let them close. We're going to let him rant about how the Red Sox suck because we know they do and we know he's going to talk about it. And he's not afraid to admit it. This is the truth. Evan, final words of the week. I think, Juan, you suck. And I think that all of our fans out there should go check us out on IG, at Dudes in the Dugout. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. And this is Abdog signing off.